Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier about life with Oxygen Financial. Visit OxygenFinancial.net and buy sports card investor the leading source for videos podcasts and articles about investing in sports cards profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com collector dealer take it away so good to be back again the collector and the dealer episode 44 you probably need to consider a new grading company. I am Chuck Oliver. I'm the collector. Been doing this in second grade, 1976. He is Joe Davis. He is the dealer, a good friend of mine since going back to like elementary school. Grew up in the same town. He was a collector, became a dealer a full 30 years ago. Says prayer and stubbornness got him through some of the lean years. Well, ain't lean years anymore. Joe, how are you, man? Doing great, Chuck, man. Things have never been hotter in the industry. We've got so much to talk about. Can't, can't wait to get going. All right. Now, I, 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 we've got a lot to talk about along those lines, so I'm going to come back to that comment. But uh, first of all, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you for information, questions, uh, product, et cetera. Yeah, well, I'm happy to tell everyone that our retail store is open again for those in Metro Atlanta. We're located out in Loganville. Uh, and online, they can shop with us at gotbaseballcards.com. That's G-O-T, baseballcards.com. And I mentioned last episode, I believe it was, at Oxygen Financial, which has been one of our sponsors since episode one. Uh, I also I host a uh, syndicated college football uh, radio show, talk show every day, 51 stations in nine states. And Oxygen has transferred over there as an advertiser uh, and so we'll still be having Tyler on providing, you know, information for not only collectors, but Joe, you asked him at the end of the year, it's not the end of the year yet. How do I fix my tax return as far as expenses and all? So we'll keep having Tyler on for collectors and dealers, but Joe, yeah. uh, we also have Jeff Wilson and the whole crew at sports card investor. What a tremendous app. And the, uh, was it the money movers, uh, uh, market, movers. market yeah. movers, part of that. Just tell everybody about Jeff Wilson, sports card investor and everything they get from SEI. Yeah, and, and they continue to add new services, sportscardinvestor.com. I highly recommend both their website and their YouTube channel. They provide all kind of data, analytics. They're continue, uh, constantly researching so many different things in our industry to provide real-time information on price trends, who's hot, who's not, et cetera. So it's a, a great, great resource that I use regularly. All right, and, and like I said, a lot of it is free in the YouTube videos. He put up a YouTube video last week about uh, five, I think, five hottest basketball cards right now. Uh, it got 25,000 views in 24 hours. Um, yeah. And so there are so many people looking to Jeff Wilson and Sports Card Investor as a resource right now, and it's a, uh, so, so uh, much needed in the industry and the hobby. All right, we said – you probably need to consider a new grading company. That's if you have been a PSA loyalist, but also Beckett uh, has adjusted. Everybody's adjusted pricing and then also adjusted uh, what they're allowing for submissions. And I say you probably need to at least explore the other grading companies. And we did this a couple of episodes ago, Joe. 
um, strictly because of how long it may be until PSA is a real option for most people. And I'm talking about ripping a 2021 box of Prism and wanting to send in, you know, brand new cards on spec. That's that's okay back in the days when you could send in any card, but when it's 200 or 600 or whatever a card, um, give us an update on on how the past two months have gone with other grading options, um, I'm not going to bash PSA. I just want to be realistic. How have the past two months gone with folks, your customers, kind of exploring other grading companies? And then we'll talk about what's likely ahead uh, in just a minute. Well, uh, I did a YouTube video on our channel the other week where I said, get off the sidelines. And the point was to people that if you're still waiting on PSA to offer lower level services, it's going to be a long time. So we have been uh, recommend, there's only four companies we recommend, PSA, BGS, CSG, and SGC. And we've had a, a tremendous amount of volume from all three of the other companies coming in. Um, SGC has been providing the quickest turnaround for us. I was, I was stunned. Our first large batch we sent them, they turned around in seven days. And this was not a premium, oh, this was a basic level. We were like, we were calling customers. They're like, what's wrong? And we literally had customers like, hey, are you through pre-screening my cards? We're like, uh, yeah. And, and they're actually already back from SGC. So they, they've become a really good alternative for those who are in a hurry to get their cards back. Uh, CSG um, is already very backed up. And BGS got so backed up, they had to announce that they were shutting down yeah. everything other than premium level services, at least until after the national. So... It's like dominoes falling in the industry. Um, PSA, the only, the only breaking news from PSA is they've said they are going to bring back the express option starting in July, which is the next level down. Is that the $200 card? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, exactly. Uh, it's, it's a window, but, but, but yeah, it's a, I mean, in rough terms, I, I see it referred to as the $600 level and the $200 level. Yeah, basically, right. Okay, and one thing about Beckett, and I want to say, I mean – it's the name in the industry. I couldn't have more respect for, for obviously Dr. Beckett, but then, you yeah. know, so many of the services and the publications, they have been a friend to, to, you know, the collector and the dealer, uh, Correct. forever. Uh, but I had a buddy of mine and I kind of turned him on to you and your shop. And suddenly he decided that like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, MMA cards were the best thing going. And I think he bought, he bought seven boxes of those. Um, and he got autographed. He sent in the autographs and the special, you know, the hits he got him back in like uh, maybe five weeks from Beckett. Wow. Yeah, depending on what service level. We, we've had outstanding service from Beckett since we started submitting to them again, especially the express and premium level. They're turning around lightning quick. So um, I was really pleased with the service we were getting from them, and I hated to hear that, oh, yeah. they're going to shut down as well. So um, I want to ask you something, and I know that uh, you know past results don't indicate future performance, but – uh, I got an email, and I had not seen this email before. Um, your faster service invoice with four cards has moved from PSA Stage 5 assembly to PSA Stage 6, quality assurance, where they, like, check the labels and, and, and whatever else. Um, there's only one stage after that. It's Stage 7, which is quality check 2, and then they, yeah. Stage 8, shipping back to Got Baseball cards. If I just got an email uh, two days ago... From uh, that, I'm my, my cards are now in stage six. Can you mm -hmm. handicap a timeline now? Uh, yeah, you probably you're in the next probably ten days. It should be back in hand. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Joe, digital high five, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because uh, we do run those updates and send out emails to all of our customers. Uh, and uh, we, we've had sometimes like a customer get a, a stage six email. And then the next thing is the cards back in our hand. So it's uh, uh, we had that happen yesterday. We called somebody. He's like, wait a minute. My, my last email said stage six. We're like, well, yeah. And then they've already got it shipped. So, so anyway, we're, we're relying on whatever data they're supplying us. So um, so get excited. Yes, your, your PSA mail day is on the way. Can, can, can I ask you, uh, if we go back, we DeLorean back to like October, November, December, January, um, what was your, what was the UPS truck looking like from PSA? Like what was the frequency and what was the amount coming back? Trickle? Pretty much. Now the, the, the volume coming in to get submitted was staggering. But oh, as I far saw as what, that, man. Yeah, but what was coming back? uh was was minimal relative i mean that that's the one thing that i've been since the psa quote shut down since they've cut cut off the cheap lower level services we have seen at least two to three times the volume coming back than we were seeing so that's that's been encouraging so at least we're able to make some customers happy who had submitted previously at least they are working to take care of them yeah and that was you know it's the last thing any company wants to do but you said you almost saw an immediate uptick from you know ups dropping off boxes and you're like okay this is at least getting a little better um one other thing that uh, that's going the other way shut down in the grading industry uh not a shutdown with retail outlets and you in particular you had shut down like the rest of the world back uh middle of march second week of march last year it was just a couple weeks back. You opened the door for the first time for because I'd been up there and you'd been it'd been curb service. Knock on the door, ring the bell. We'll come out. How can we help you? And it was and you're doing the best you can. Yeah, dude, you opened the doors. It it looked like the first five minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah, it's I couldn't believe it. the last Saturday I was there. Like we had over a hundred customers come in. At one point, we had eighteen customers in the store. And I'm like, you would think we were running this huge sale or something. They're like, no, we just turned the sign on and said, hey, by the way, we're open again. And 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 I tell you what's really been encouraging is I would estimate 75 to 80 percent of the people coming in the door I've never seen before. It's wow. all new customers. Wow. I mean, our regulars are coming back, too. But it's just like day after day, I'm meeting new people. And so that's great to see so many new collectors and and a lot of kids. So that that's been great to see. And, and funny thing, I was telling you about my my buddy that I'd kind of turned on to you in your shop, and he started buying the MMA cards. And I was like, well, how much for a box? And he he started pointing at some empty boxes. He was like nine twenty five, a thousand, thousand fifty, eleven hundred. He's like, they literally have gone up not by the day, maybe by the week. Um, and he had never collected before. And he was like, these cards are amazing. And so that's a guy who has bought seven MMA boxes. I mean, that's got to be a minimum of at least, what, 6500 to $7,000, and he never bought anything before. Right, yeah, yeah. We saw a lot of that, that UFC prism was a huge hit. Oh, that was – I said MMA. It's UFC. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. UFC, yeah. that was a huge seller, and it went quick. And uh, it seems like every – I mean, I mean, I think they could make bowling cards right now, and they would sell. Yeah, and that's – I just Man wanted to ask you about a, a, another new release or two because, as you said, the uh, the UFC. You had already said the WNBA. Your mailman bought WNBA from you. Um, anything else flying off the show? I'd ask you about Top Series One before we came on today. I was like, "What are you selling those for?" You're like, "I'm not. They're gone." Um, anything else just blistering? Um, anything Bowman? I mean, wow. we, 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 we anything Bowman 
we have, you know, blasters, we have retail, we have hobby, we have jumbos. Every, every flavor is selling really well. And I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode or not, but you've already got my order in. Uh, Bowman Chrome comes out beginning or scheduled for beginning of September. And the Bowman Chrome light box, L-I-T-E as it's described, uh, no autographs or relics, which I don't care about, but a, a lot more cards and it costs less. So, so it, it, do I understand that correctly? And are there other options like that? Because I really don't care about autographs or relics. Yeah. And it seems to change product to product. That is a brand new thing tops is doing. And I think this is probably, uh, I'm speculating here. This is kind of a trial to see, Hey, can we put out something? No hits, no autos, no memorabilia, and just put a lot of color and see what happens. I think they're kind of copying uh, Panini's done the same thing with their hybrid boxes, which is a hobby release but it doesn't guarantee any of the big hits, uh, but it does have like different colored parallels and something like that. So and it comes out at a cheaper price point. So for those like you who, who are more interested in the cards, not the hits as much, who are co- true you know, collectors, uh, it, it can offer a little bit cheaper price point per card. Yeah, like last year, I got some of those, you know, two pla- uh, two pack blister packs and I just saw them at a, a Walmart and I just took them. Um, and there was a Tommy Edmonds green wave refractor that you recall what that looks like from the 2020 series. Um, believe so. Yeah. Okay. It, it's just a cool looking card. It couldn't be more run of the mill when it comes to, you know, refractors, parallels, inserts, all that stuff, but a, a green wave, Tommy Edmond parallel. I don't get it on eBay for a dollar, dollar 50 something. I looked at it. I was like, that just made my pack. Um, that's exactly what I want. The color, the sparkle, the shiny, all of that stuff. Um, all right. Speaking of buying and man, we got a busy first segment today. Uh, some quick commentary on retail outlets, sales policies, anything to mention about target or Walmart or anyone else. Cause I have not seen any updates from target. Target seems to be okay. Not selling cards. Yeah. I think it became, it just became more of a headache than they could handle. And so, Uh, Yeah, I've thought about putting out a video that says, hey, guess what? It's Friday morning, and guess who is selling cards? Come on into our store, you know, because for a while, Target was doing the Friday morning thing, you know, come line up, and then they just said, no, we've had enough of this. It's it's not worth it. So I'm not sure on Walmart um, what they're doing. Um, For those listening, someone told me this week that now Barnes & Noble actually is selling sports cards so that might be another opportunity for some of our listeners to to find some deals on retail uh across the country but uh did did not know they were starting to carry sports cards but i had a customer say he had he had been they have limits as well but they had been buying some so yeah there there is such a frenzied demand for cards across the country that um big box retailers are are really struggling with their decisions on on how to handle it and so target target just said nope we're, we're done. We're done, you know, having people have fights in the store and stuff like that. So I am expecting a burnt purple wave insert for Barnes and Noble, like their exclusive <laughs> parallel. Could be. Never know. Man, so much to cover in that opening segment. Uh, take a breath, get some Gatorade, and we will be back with the second half vintage cards. We're talking on the collector and the dealer. 
A popular thought in the sports card world is that there's two camps, those that love the hobby and those that profit from the industry. Thanks to Sports Card Investor, you can do both. Jeff Wilson has built his Sports Card Investor YouTube channel and his personal website, sportscardinvestor.com, so that if you're a beginner looking to flip cards for cash or a returning veteran to the hobby wanting to make sure you get the best deals ahead of any emerging price trends, Sports Card Investor is for you. Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. The Collector and the Dealer, episode 44. You probably need to consider a new grading company. That's if you're looking to get stuff graded during this calendar year. We've already talked about that a couple episodes back. Joe gave us an update in the first segment here. Uh, We continue with the vintage part of The Collector and the Dealer. And for a guy like me, Joe, um, you know what I do. I get vintage cards, and I immediately soft sleeve, top loader, and a catalog them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them after that, but that's just what I do. Um imagine i mean the inhumanity the indignity of the last time i was at your store i needed four packs of top loaders which is only 100 cards i needed four packs and i had to take uh, top loaders that said rookie card on it um and and, and your your singles expert steve that was there helping me was like yeah that's what we got right now um give us the lowdown on the cost of supplies in normal times versus now and honestly you said something chuck it ain't the cost it's the supply of supplies exactly yeah it's not it's not a i mean yes i don't think manufacturing costs have necessarily gone up maybe they have um i'm not a manufacturer of supplies but the 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 supply of them on the market is just non-existent i mean i've i've, I've worked with multiple distributors and one of them this week said, Hey, you know, great news. I was able to get you 20 packs of top loads this month. I'm like, joy, you know, that'll last me an hour. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're literally having to go out on the market, pay over retail. Uh, I mean, we used to sell top loads for two fifty a pack and I'm happy to pay five now. My goodness. And, And, you know, and so we have to, and when I can get them, and then we have to limit them in the store right now because we just don't have enough to go around. So soft sleeves, semi-rigids. I mean, I'm trying to prep for the national, and I need thousands of semi-rigids to sleeve and price cards. And, like, I'm going to be paying so much for the semi-rigids, I'm going to have to change the price of the cards that go in them just to help yeah. cover the cost of the supplies. So, so I, I, I keep so, hoping this changes. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. When you say semi-rigids, card saver one, card saver two? Exactly. What yes. makes one your choice versus the other? I know one, one one's taller or wider. Well, for graded card submissions, the grading companies prefer the larger one mm-hmm. because that's it's easier for the graders to pull the card out, examine it without causing yeah. any damage to the card. So that they pretty much say that's what we really want. Um, for pricing cards, I prefer using the smaller ones because you know when when every inch matters at a show of yeah. space. Um, you know, saving another half inch on the width of a card saver adds up when you're putting out thousands of cards. That's that many more you can put out on your table. All right. As I said, let's DeLorean back to normal days. Um, and I am trying to recall, and I'm going to get the price wrong, but I told you uh, like a case of top loaders and it's the ultra pro, the real ones, right? Um, a case of top loaders has, I think 40 packs of 25 per pack. And so that's a thousand. 
I think yep. I paid either 129 or 149. Maybe it's 149, and you're like, hey, Chuck, I could do better than that um, for a thousand. What is a case now if I could get a case? Yeah, you're usually doing good to find them in the $200 range. Okay. Which is you know, about five a pack. Uh huh. Because I mean, we, we, we put them in the store at seven fifty, and we have to limit them at that because we we blow through them so quickly. So um, I'm probably going to have to just try to track some down and and hope I can find them at that. And because um, the other thing is, you, you know, depending on where you're buying from, you might be paying another forty fifty dollars in shipping, you know, to to get them because not, they're not light. No, <laughs> no. And so you're no. talking literally. I mean, thirty, forty, fifty percent overall total cost increase. Yes. Yep. My goodness. And, and, and they're, just, they're just not around. I, I laughed to have a friend who is a supply distributor, and he said, and he posted on Facebook. He was like, "Who needs to invest in gold and silver? I'm investing in plastic." And he had it. He showed his warehouse full of top loaders, and he goes, "I've got the hottest, you know, commodity in the in on the planet right now." So. And everybody uses them, no matter what sport you collect. Um, yeah. All right, let's continue. You had told us, oh gosh, Joe, it might be two months ago. Uh, you said, hey, I got a phone call. A uh, buddy over in uh, Alabama is like, I got a bunch of junk wax. Want to drive a truck over here? Um, and I don't know that you ever gave us an update. I don't think you did. Uh, we've been talking, quote, junk wax era, which I actually just called cheap wax era because it ain't junk yeah. anymore. Um, how did the trip to Alabama go? Uh, it was great. Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that will probably sit and gather dust for years, but there was, there were some uh, 92 Bowman. There was 93 Finest. There was um, 94 Finest football boxes. So it, it was a nice mix. And, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that used to be junk, like 91 Upper Deck, that's like a $75 box now because it's got those Jordan baseball rookies. And yeah. uh, just yesterday, somebody came in the store with 60 boxes from the early 90s. And, I, you know, it had some 91 Stadium Club football with Favre rookies and 91 Upper Deck football with Favre rookies and a 93 Select with Jeter. So, yeah, there, it, it's definitely not junk anymore. I, I'm a very, very eager to buy uh, late 80s boxes, um, especially if they happen to have any key rookie cards on them. All right. Uh, we were talking grading companies earlier and what you're getting from grading companies when it's coming in, uh, what the calendar looks like. Let's talk what you, you won't get from PSA, hopefully, or any company, and that's forgeries. And we know that there have been altered cards. There's always, I mean, you have a human element involved. It's not like you drop it into, a, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, MRI for baseball cards and it says whether it's real or trimmed or whatever. They do the best they can. Um, but for the most part, one of the assurances from a grading company is this card is real. It was produced by Topps or Bowman or DeLong or whomever. Um, let's talk forgeries. In fact, you had brought up an example, 1947 Bond Bread. You said somebody brought in some Bond Breads. I was like, oh, Jackie Robinson, because that's all I know about Bond yeah. Bread is Jackie's in them. Um, yeah. Talk about what actually happened when the 1947 Bond Bread card showed up. Yeah, someone showed up, and I'm not, not an expert on those, so I went to eBay. I showed up with a complete set, which, first of all, like, hmm, really? A complete set of 47 Bond Bread, and none of it was graded. And I'm like, and for my first thought was, like, if I own a 47 Bond Bread set with a Jackie Robinson rookie card, the first thing I'm going to do is grade it, especially because these were all near mint. The whole set, you know, was near mint. So I was like... Okay, so first I was a little expecting, you know, I, I was 
I wasn't so sure what I was handling. So I said, let me go do some research on eBay. And apparently, uh, and if, if I'm incorrect on this, one of our listeners can advise me on it. The ones that I saw that the, they were oversized, um, and the only stuff that had been graded appeared to be oversized. This guy, all of his stuff was standard card size, but it was the exact same images as the oversized ones that had been graded. And I could not find a single one that had been graded by a reputable grading company in two and a half by three and a half size. And so I mentioned that to the customer. I said, you know, I think, that, and I have to always be careful in those scenarios. You don't want to accuse someone of trying to sell you counterfeits, even if you know they are. And I just said, yeah, I think the, these may happen to be reprints. And uh, I said, because I can't even find where BGS or PSA has ever graded any of these smaller ones. He goes, yeah, they, they just stopped grading them. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, uh, that, yeah, sure they did. Yeah, <laughs> so, even I know about Bond Bread, though, to the size you're talking about, it's not a standard size card. In fact, most cards in the late 40s weren't, quote, modern standard size cards. They were either vintage size, which is larger, uh, but especially with food issues or special issues, the Bond Bread card, it was almost like a like a postcard size, like the size of a exactly. piece of bread almost. Exactly, because I'm like, the two and a half by three and a half standard didn't start until 1957. So it seemed odd that these were two and a half by three and a half. So uh, anyway, so yeah, you have to be careful because he was like, you know, oh, you know, his words were, you know, oh, I'm sure this is a few thousand dollars. I just need like 800 for the whole set. Yeah. You know, which, and, nice. He would be worth more than that. Have, so. have you ever turned over like somebody said, hey, I got a great set of 54s and you show up and you turn it over. It says Tops Archives on the back of it. Yeah, it happened in the store this week. They actually came in with the 53 archives. And so, yeah, I've disappointed a number of people with 93 tops archives, you know, the, the 53. And I said, turn it over. Does it say the ultimate 53? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, back in 53, they didn't really use that terminology. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know yet. They were just trying to push gum, man. Um, exactly. and I, you know what? We would honestly, we would be a poor collector and a poor dealer if we didn't talk about the genesis, the the mustard seed of all forged cards, Joe. How many 1963 Pete Rose rookie counterfeits have you seen over the years? Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. But, but you know, a, a ton of those do have are stamped as counterfeits. It's kind of weird that they got released that way, but yeah, there there are there are a lot of counterfeits on that one. Uh, the one I've actually seen the most of recently have been '86 Fleer Jordan rookies. That seems to be the one that's going around the most nowadays because that card is so you know. Yeah. But when when one card sells for so over, or when two of them sold for over seven hundred thousand a piece. You know, you can imagine there's probably some being printed as we speak. Uh, but yeah, the 63 Rose was definitely one of the very early counterfeits that started hitting the market. I mean, heck, what, in the 80s? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and, then uh, and, and others, you know, since then, we, we see, I mean, I had uh, just, oh, a week, two weeks ago, somebody drove from Florida to bring me a bunch of cards to get graded. And uh, I can't even remember the exact set, but it was... Uh, mid night to early 1900s and i was like sorry you know not, these are all counterfeit and so oh, gracious oh, it, it's boy. very prevalent and as you know i mean you know it was the 60s mantles i mean it, it i had a guy I bought a collection one time there was a stack of 69 mantles and every one of them was counterfeit so well there was a stack of them um yeah. 
All right, there was a huge show, and you and I are in the Atlanta area, uh, eighth largest city in the United States, so uh, we got people here. Um, there was a huge show locally about th- actually three weekends ago, and it was a tr- it was a legit like Friday afternoon into Friday night, and then all day Saturday, all day Sunday, a legit three day show with a predictable result. Joe sold out tables, packed aisles. Uh, Let's talk show environment. The National is on. That's official. You putting on anything soon? Have you set up? Um, People, I mean, literally, I talked to the promoter. I know him. You do. It's got Bob Presley. Um, And I said, what time time did you open? He said, I opened the doors at 10. He said, 930, people beating on the glass. I expect fire marshals in Chicago. uh, I think it could very well be that crowded to where they have to say, Hey, we're at capacity and we're not talking COVID capacity. We're just saying there's too many people in the room. This is what happened way back in 91 in Anaheim. They had to limit how many people could enter the room at a time because they were above the fire car at the fire code levels. I, I would not doubt that at all. I, I, uh, I, I just added another coworker who's going to come help us a few days at the night added another one. Cause I'm like, yeah, I just don't know if we're gonna be able to handle the volume. And so we're, preparing the best we can and looking forward to it, eagerly looking forward to it. But uh, the demand is is going to be, I think, unlike anything we've ever experienced. Joe buys a box. Joe, he said it. That means uh, you're buying a box. We do this every episode just ahead of the weekend. Uh, Joe will look around his own inventory, take some off the shelf. Joe, tell us which box you're buying, uh, what's inside it, and how much it's going to cost, what may be the hits. Check this week I'm going with the brand-new Top Series 2 Baseball Hobby Box, which is 24 packs per box, 14 cards per pack. This has the cards from everything in Series 2 from cards 331 to 660. Uh, every box has one auto or one relic, uh, all kind of parallels. There's the rainbow foils, which you'll get two or three per box. Yep. There's the, the gold, the vintage stock, the independence day, you know, black parallels, you name it. There's mother's day, father's day, Memorial day, uh, clear variations, numbered, uh, numbered only 10. Of course, there's even one of one printing plate. So, Pretty loaded product. Tops has done such a great job with their base brand. Uh, it has become a just every release, Series 1, Series 2 update are all phenomenal sellers for us. Yeah, you used to have to wait like every 30 or 40 years for a Tops uh, vault auction to get a printing plate. Now you just buy some boxes and at least you got a chance of it. Uh, exactly. For Chuck's vintage set of the week, 1972-73 Tops basketball cards my goodness the 71 72s with the funky cool designs and the lettering and the fonts and all that and then the 72 73 tops basketball same sort of thing just different um but but great color schemes and designs uh joe it's a 264 card set standard size it's not exactly 50 50 but it's it's split between nba and the cool aba cards and players I do have a very fond memory of that product back in oh, mid nineties. I believe it was Larry Fritch still had unopened packs of that wow. for sale for like 50, 60 bucks a pack or something. And I actually pulled an Irving out of a pack. Um, unfortunately the gum was stuck to the <sighs> Irving. <laughs> so, oh. so that was, and I, I think I graded it anyway, because I mean the gum popped off, but it did leave. I think I got a two on it, but it was just kind of like, <laughs> Hey, I pulled this card. I'm going to grade it, you know, so. Yeah, but, yeah, 
I love that set because I, I, I was a huge Irving was my favorite player as a kid. I have fond memory of going to see him play against the Hawks with my dad, and so yeah, but that set means a lot to me. And you know, for a, a, a just a, an issue, a product, I'm saying Tops basketball cards. Their first four sets, the two Tall Boy sets when they returned in '69, and then the 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 basically the '71, '72, '72, '73. Those four years. What unbelievably gorgeous, beautiful, and I'll say in some cases, certainly the 69, the iconic sets there with so many huge rookie cards. You've talked about this before. You're a baseball, you know, quote, baseball card dealer. But your personal love, you've always had basketball, at least maybe yeah. shoulder to shoulder with uh, baseball. So the, so these early 70s tops cards, I mean, they've got to have a special spot for you. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I love I, And I agree with you that the designs – the 71 and 72, probably the same same guy design, I'm assuming, because it was just a brilliant color, and it, it was perfect for that era, for that time. Yeah. You, know, you look back in the early 70s and the psychedelic covers and colors and everything. So, yeah, great history there. All right, folks, that wraps it up for Episode 44 of The Collector and the Dealer. Join us again in seven days for more. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.